Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today we're continuing our study on the covenant names of God. Today's society is full of division. Think about it, whether it's politics, science, or moral issues, our country seems split into taking sides and fighting for each position. It's exhausting, right? When will our country and the world experience a season of peace and calm? When will we come together in unity? That's Rabbi Schneider's topic today, and God is the ultimate peacemaker. And when we get overwhelmed by conflict and we become weary of people taking sides, it helps to know that shalom, the Hebrew word for peace, is woven into God's name. God bless you and shalom, beloved ones. Some of you have been with me as I've talked about the Hebrew names of God. I'm actually calling them not just the Hebrew names of God, but specifically the covenant names of God. Because we're going through the Old Testament or as we say in Hebrew, the Tanakh, and we're looking at places where Father God identified himself by name, Yahweh, and connected his sacred holy name to a function of salvation that he's performing in and for his people. We were looking at Father's covenant name, Yahweh Makadesh, from the book of Leviticus, chapter number 20, verse number seven and eight. And in this section of scripture, Father said, consecrate yourself to me and be holy, for I am Yahweh Makadesh. I am the Lord that sanctifies you. And beloved ones, what we said was that Father God is supernaturally involved actively in the lives of his people, transforming them into the likeness of his son. But he isn't doing it independently of us. He's doing it as we cooperate with him. That's why he begins there in Leviticus chapter 20, verse number seven, by saying before he says, I am Yahweh Makadesh, he says right before that, consecrate yourselves to me and be holy. So I wanna simply introduce one more scripture in conjunction with this concept right now before we move on today to the next covenant name of God that we'll be studying. I'm going now to the book of Timothy. I'm going to chapter number two of 2 Timothy. I want you to think about this in relationship to what I've just stated. Hear the word of God. This is what the Lord says to us through Paul in the book of Timothy. Verse 21, therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from these things, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified, useful to the master, prepared for every good work. Now flee from youthful lust and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart, but refuse foolish and ignorant speculations, knowing that they produce quarrels. Notice this is the same concept here. The Lord is calling us to separate ourselves unto him, denying ungodliness. And as we do this, beloved, there's going to be a supernatural transformation and great fruitfulness. Remember Jesus said, some will bear fruit 30-fold, some 60-fold, and some 100-fold. What's going to determine whether you'll bear fruit 30-fold or 100-fold? 
It's you, beloved, in cooperation with the grace of God. So in conclusion then today regarding this, I want to simply say the Lord's power is at work in our life, but he's waiting to activate, to release power into us. He's waiting for us to open our heart by saying yes to him and seeking to obey him, denying the things of the world that corrupt us and saying yes to him as we do Power is going to be released and we're going to be bearing more and more fruit. And so at his return, he's going to reward to you and I according to what we've done by his grace alone. Let's continue today with the next covenant name of God. I love this covenant name of God, Yahweh Shalom. Everybody knows Shalom, right? It's probably the most well-known Hebrew word. Now in Israel today, the word Shalom is used in many different ways. For example, In the United States, when we greet somebody, we say it most often, hello or hi. But in Israel, the greeting is shalom. Oftentimes in Israel, the word shalom is used as well when we're leaving someone. And so it's used as a greeting. It's used as a way to say goodbye. But biblically speaking, the word shalom is so much deeper. Biblically speaking, the word shalom carries with it the concept of wholeness, completeness, restoration and fullness, spirit, soul, mind, and body. And so Yahweh, our Savior, has made a covenant, get this now, of shalom with his people. In fact, one of the most well-known Hebrew blessings comes from the book of Numbers. It's called the Aaronic Blessing. Many of you have heard it before. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you his peace. What's the actual Hebrew word for peace there? It's the word shalom. Yahweh, your father, has entered in to a covenant of shalom with you. In other words, he wants to bring his children into complete peace. He wants to totally restore us, beloved, into a state of divine peace, spirit, soul, mind, and body. You know, there are some things we can pray for, and we're not sure if we're praying exactly according to God's will. In other words, you may pray about a certain job. You may want a certain job, but sometimes you can't be completely sure that that's what the Lord's will is for you. You can pray for it, and maybe Father will answer your prayer, but maybe he has other plans because the Bible says his ways are higher than our ways even as the heavens are higher than the earth. Some things we can pray for, we can desire, and God will answer some of those prayers. Some he may not answer, and actually it's in our best interest that he doesn't answer all our prayers. But one thing that you can believe for and pray for that he definitely will answer is to bring you in, get it now, church, to greater shalom, to greater peace, because it's Yahweh's will to bring his people into peace. He says over his people, I am Yahweh, your shalom. This sacred name, this covenant name of father, Yahweh Shalom, comes from the book of Judges. In the book of Judges, the Israelites had been oppressed by the Midianites. And Gideon is out one day, and while he's out, the angel of the Lord appears to him. 
And Gideon says to the angel of the Lord, if it's really you, and if I've really found favor in your sight, then why are you letting all these bad things happen to your people? And where are the miracles that I heard about during the time of Moses? And so what Gideon spoke to the father about is very similar to the things that you and I have called out to the Lord about at times. Let's listen to this in the book of Judges, chapter number six. I'm going to begin there in verse number 11. Then the angel of the Lord, and many believe that the angel of the Lord is Yeshua himself, Jesus himself. Hear the word of God again. Then the angel of the Lord came and sat under the oak that was in Oprah, which belonged, of course, this is a different Oprah, right? Which was in Oprah. Let's continue on. And Gideon was there beating out wheat in the wine press. I'm going now to verse number 12. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you, O valiant warrior. Then Gideon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles, which our fathers told us about, saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. Then the Lord looked at him and said, go in this your strength. And by the way, this is a solid reason to take a hold of the fact that the angel of the Lord here was Jesus himself, what we call the pre-incarnate Jesus, before Jesus came into the world in the flesh 2,000 years ago. Because it says the Lord looked at him. Listen again, verse 14. Then the Lord, yod heh this is God's sacred name, Yahweh. Then the Lord looked at him and said, go in this your strength and deliver Israel from the hand of Midian. Have I not sent you? So Gideon said to him, if now I found favor in your sight. In other words, the Lord is giving Gideon a charge, but Gideon is still plagued by doubt and unbelief and confusion. So he looks up to the Lord for reassurance. And he says once again, verse 17, so Gideon said to him, if now I have found favor in your sight, then show me a sign that it is you that speaks with me. Please do not depart from here until I come back to you and bring out my offering and lay it before you. So this was the sign that Gideon was looking for. He wanted to present an offering to the Lord and he wanted to see what God would do, what supernatural sign, what miracle the Lord would perform. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back. If you're looking to better equip yourself in your study, pursuit and growth in Jesus the Messiah, be sure to go online and explore our treasury of Messianic content. You'll find Messianic teaching tools and videos, information about God's seven annual feasts, the Hebrew names, titles of God, and so much more. This content is ready and available for you today online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Just as this program has been a blessing to you, you can multiply the blessing with others. It's simple when you become a monthly partner. Give a financial gift of any amount today or set up your monthly automated gift by calling this number, 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. Or you can visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com when you give your equipping others for Jesus' return. And now, here is Rabbi Schneider. Picking up in verse 19. Then Gideon went in and prepared a young goat and unleavened bread from an ephah of flour. He put the meat in a basket and the broth in a pot and brought them out to him under the oak and presented them. Now listen to the verse 20. Then the angel of God said to him, take the meat and the unleavened bread 
and lay them on this rock and pour out the broth. And he did so. Then the angel of the Lord put out the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the unleavened bread and fire sprang up from the rock and consumed the meat and the unleavened bread. Then the angel of the Lord vanished from his sight. When Gideon saw that he was the angel of the Lord, he said, alas, O Yahweh God, for now you have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. Then the Lord said to him, peace, shalom to you. Do not fear, you shall not die. Then Gideon built an altar there to Yahweh. And whenever you see the word in your Bible, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, the original Hebrew is the four letters that make up God's sacred name, Yahweh, called yud heh vav -Heh. Here we go again, verse 24. Then Gideon built an altar there to the Lord, to Yahweh, and named it Yahweh is peace. And so Gideon's heart was troubled. He was afraid. He wondered where the God of miracles was. He wondered why Israel was being oppressed. But Yahweh came brought assurance and peace to Gideon's heart. Because listen, Yahweh God, through Jesus, has made a covenant, hear me now, of peace with his people. You see, God wants to bring you and I into his peace. This is forever his will. You don't ever have to doubt this. If you pray to Father for his peace and you make it a consistent prayer, I promise you, if you're serious about it, if you're giving yourself over to him, if there's a big yes in your heart to God, if you're really seeking to overcome and pick up your cross, deny yourself and follow him, I'm promising you right now, church, Father God will strengthen you in his peace. He'll give you rest. Jesus said, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, come to me and I will give you rest. In fact, this desire for peace was one of my focal points for about a year, going back several years ago. I was focusing as one of my primary prayer requests. Listen, this is really a very unusual testimony I wanna share with you. One of my primary prayer points going back a number of years ago was, Father, give me more peace. Strengthen me in peace. And I'd been praying this for about a year. Then one night, beloved one, I went to sleep and I had a God dream. Now, let me simply say that most of my dreams are not God dreams, but you know what? Every now and then, Father God, King Jesus, show up in my sleep and I have what's called the God dream. And in my sleep, I find myself in this lush forest. It was so beautiful. It was so green. And this beautiful, tropical, lush forest that I was in was surrounded by these big rock formations. And on these cliffs, on these rocks that secluded the forest that I was in the center of was this beautiful, lush, green ivy. And as I'm in this beautiful, lush forest, suddenly, beloved one, the peace of God begins to roll over me like billows. I can't even explain it. It was one of the most emotional encounters that I've ever experienced in my life with the Lord. I mean, I emotionally felt the peace of God rolling over me wave after wave. It was absolutely and completely supernatural. It was peace that was independent of circumstances. It was literally the peace of Yahweh God himself rolling over me. And then as this was going on, 
I felt the Spirit of the Lord leading me deeper into the center of the forest where there was a simple wooden picnic table set up. The picnic table, again, was very simple, but I knew in the dream that it represented just God's absolute abundance where I was gonna partake of even more of God's shalom. And just as I felt the Spirit of God leading me deeper into the center of the forest, immediately I smelled in my sleep pizza. And it was the best smelling pizza I ever smelled in my life. And immediately I got hungry. Immediately my senses, my appetite was aroused. And so I got double-minded because on the one hand, I'd been praying for Father's peace for a year and now he's actually bestowing it on me. And he's leading me deeper into the forest where I can experience more of a supernatural peace. But at the same time, my fleshly nature was aroused as I smelled that pizza in the dream and I got double-minded. And in my sleep, I'm asking, what should I do? Should I go deeper into the forest or should I take a bite of this pizza? And I thought to myself, well, maybe I can have a bite of the pizza and then go deeper into the forest. And as soon as I thought that, the dream ended. The encounter with the Lord ended. And I got out of my bed. I was so grieved. I couldn't believe what I had just done. That I traded in the peace of God, the most beautiful emotional encounter perhaps that I'd ever had in my life up to that point. I traded it in, listen, for a lousy piece of pizza. I got out of bed. I got on my knees. I said, Father, forgive me. Please forgive me. I can't believe I did that. I'm so sorry. I'll never do that again. Father, I said, I'm going to go back into the bed. I said, put me to sleep. Let the dream return and give me another chance. But you know what happened, beloved? The dream never returned. I went back to bed and it didn't happen again. The next morning when I got up, I was still so grieved at what I had just done. And I sat down before the Lord. I said, Father, I'm so sorry. I said, what happened? How did that happen? I said, was that the devil that was trying to steal that from me? I said, or Lord, did you arrange that? Were you the divine architect of that dream? And here's what I felt Father was saying to me. If you want more peace, you have to deny yourself the flesh. Because if you feed the spirit and deny the flesh, you're gonna be built up in the Holy Spirit. You're gonna be built up in peace. But if you feed your flesh, you're gonna be built up in the things of the world which won't give you peace. So I am here to say to you and to challenge you, beloved, when you fast the things of the world, whether it's TV, whether it's the internet, whether it's listening to raw music, whether it's going on fast with your food and controlling your appetite, whether it's fasting certain relationships, if you fast to feed your spirit because of your love for God, Yahweh Shalom is gonna build you up in his peace. Because when you sow to the spirit, you're gonna reap from the Spirit love, joy, and peace. Yahweh Shalom loves you, and He wants to give you and I, beloved one, more of Himself. This is Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and you're listening to the Bible teaching of Rabbi Schneider. And you know, the world is clamoring for peace, but there's only one place we're going to find shalom, and that is in the Lord. And that's why Rabbi really took a deep dive into the covenant names of God. So if you'd like to learn more about these special names, make sure to visit us online. You'll find us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. 
That's discoveringthejewishjesus.com. We have a variety of rich content that will help you learn more about God and His Son, Jesus, the Prince of Peace. And you'll also be able to support this ministry with your financial gifts and prayers. And to tell us a little bit more about that, let's turn our attention back to Rabbi Schneider. The scriptures teach us that no good thing does He withhold from those that love Him. Jesus said, seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and everything else will be added unto us. As we come to the close of the broadcast today, I want us to ask ourselves, are we adequately loving God with our wealth? I know that many of us have heard messages on this before, and as soon as we hear a discussion about finances, we're kind of jaded, it turns us off. But the reality is, the scriptures are clear that God's people are called to honor Him with the first fruits of their wealth. I just want to ask you today, beloved one, if God is blessing you through this ministry, would you honor Him with your wealth through this ministry? The scripture tells us that when we honor Him with our lives, it comes back to us, pressed down, good measure, running over into our lives. Let's trust Him, let's honor Him, and let's love Him. I want to thank you in advance for your love and for your gifts. God's richest blessing on your life. I love you and shalom. To give a one-time gift today, or if you'd like to partner with us this year, then give us a call at 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. You can also partner with us by giving a monthly gift of any amount online when you visit us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And when you partner with us in this way, you'll receive a personal prayer call from someone on our team who will pray with with you as well as encourage you throughout the year. You can also send a donation in the mail when you write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan 49228. And well, Rabbi's message today was a powerful reminder that peace is not just the absence of conflict. Biblical peace is about wholeness completeness and restoration. God wants to restore you and me to a state of divine peace, mind, body, soul, and spirit. So no matter how much of a Gideon you're feeling like today, let's take a minute right now to prepare our hearts and minds to receive God's peace as we wrap up today's program. Father God, we humbly ask that you would come before us, that you would bring about your presence and that you would infuse us, Lord, with your peace. Shalom, the peace that surpasses all understanding. Help us to see you, Lord. Help us to see you, Lord, in others and help us to be living in your presence. God, your presence, it brings peace no matter what we're facing today. We love you and we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Now here is Rabbi Schneider to speak a blessing over us. Blessings trump curses. And in the book of Numbers chapter six, we find the ironic blessing that God commanded Moses' brother Aaron, the high priest, to speak over the children of Israel. There's power in blessing, beloved ones. So take part in receiving Father's blessing upon your life today. Yavah Yahweh Vayishmarecha Ya'er Yahweh Panavelecha 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. If you'd like more information about Discovering the Jewish Jesus, visit our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're there, let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us again next time when Rabbi Schneider continues this study on the covenant names of God. That's Tuesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.